0: Revelation chapter 1, verse 17. Let's stand together for the reverence of the reading of God's Word and prayer for the message. I know it's late into the morning and I promise not to keep you long. We'll try to let you out of here before uh, Waffle House closes. Amen. (laughs) Revelation chapter 1, verse 17. I can't help but to think about some of the testimonies that we've heard this morning about God standing by them in the times of their life. Guess what I'm going to preach on this morning? He's going to stand by me. Amen. Verse number 17. The Bible says there in Revelation chapter 1, and when I saw him, John said, I felt at his feet as dead. Guess who he saw? He saw the Lord. And he said his right hand, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I'm glad I don't serve a dead God today. And have the keys of hell and of death. Just think about this. The devil's got a house and he don't even have a key to it. (laughs) I want to preach that for a little while. He's going to stand by me. Let's pray. Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name. Lord, we do count it a wonderful privilege and opportunity to be here in your house this morning. And God, I pray and know that, Lord, we're getting late into the morning, but I just want to do your will today. God, we've rejoiced over the wonderful songs of Zion. God, we've rejoiced over the great things you've done for your people this week. And Lord, we're just calling upon you one more time on this side of heaven. Dear God, I pray that you would undergird me with your spirit and power to where I may preach your word. God, I know without a shadow of a doubt I can do nothing without you today. And Lord, I ask you to help me. Lord, to be your preacher of the hour, dear God, as we can come together as one body of Christ today. And Lord, uh, I pray that you will just bless in the remainder of this service, give us the words of wisdom, the point that we're trying to make today. And God, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, most of all, if there's one here lost and undone, doesn't know you from the free pardon of sin, God, you would save them. And Lord, there may be some here that's been saved. they just out of your will and they need to be drawn back into the fold. God, I pray you do that as well this morning. Lord, you've done great things for us this week. And Lord, we know that today is no different. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. God, I pray you bless us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. How would you have liked to have been there when Paul, or when uh, John, rather, the divine here in the Book of Revelations, chapter one, uh, pinned these words down and the actual experience that he was in? Again, let me read that in verse seventeen and eighteen. John said, "And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead." I'm assuming if you saw him face to face, you would too, right? right. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying, "Fear not." I am the first and the last. I am He that liveth and was dead. That means He's not dead no more. Amen. Amen. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And He have and have the keys of death and hell. Hell and death as the Scripture reads there appropriately in Revelations chapter 1. In that day when John was banished to the isle of Patmos... I'm sure he felt like he had no friends uh, and he had no one to help him. But in all of the sudden as as John looked up, uh, he sees the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and he lay and he fell down as dead. I guess he may have uh, uh, lost his strength in his body. He he, he just came to a point in his life to where he was down on his knees, maybe upon his face, uh, maybe praying to the very one uh, that is coming up unto him. And then all of the sudden he felt uh, a, a hand upon his shoulder and as he figured it all out that that was the Lord Jesus Christ Uh, he said I am here uh, I'm beside you uh, I'm going to be with you Uh, I am the one that was dead uh, but now alive uh, and I've got the keys to death hell and the grave Uh, I don't know about you today but that is some comfort to me of knowing that I'm saved and on my way to heaven uh, and that listen I don't have to go to that place called hell today amen and it was real simple, real easy. On January 3 of 1993, I bowed down before a loving, gracious God, asked Him to come into my heart, forgive me my sins, and He'd done just exactly what I asked Him to do. And I thank God for that. But listen, we will still go through troubles in this life. Even if you're saved today, your life not going to be a bed of roses. You're going to have sicknesses to come your way. You're going to have sorrows to come your way. You're going to have adversities to come your way. Because I am surely truthful in telling you this. When God moves upon His people, if nobody else is taking notice, there's one that is, and that's the devil. The devil will take notice when you're getting blessed. The devil will take notice uh, when you're happy in the Lord. Uh, The devil will take notice uh, when you are winning people to Christ. The devil will take notice uh, when the church is moving forward. The devil will take notice uh, when you're praying the way you ought to pray. Uh, The devil will take notice when you're reading the Word of God the way that you should read. Uh, And all of a sudden, my friends, uh, we have all of the troubles and trials come our way. uh, And then we, we come to a point in time to where we throw up our hands toward heaven and say, God, where are you? He's the same place He's always been. He said, I'm not going to leave you. And I'm never going to forsake you. I'm going to stand right by you. Now that doesn't mean that he may not shoulder uh, every peat of grief, grief that you've got, uh, but he's gonna help you with it. He's gonna help carry you through it uh, uh, no matter what you may be going through. And I know some of you, you have fought the devil tooth and nail uh, for two years nearly. And my friend, but you cannot deny the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ has walked by you, walked beside you every step of the way. No matter what you've been through. He's going to stand by me. Amen. All I need to do is trust in Him. All I need to do is have faith in Him. There's been times in my own life when I felt like that God was nowhere around. But I had to come to the realization that He was just exactly the same place that He's always been. Walking with me and talking with me. And sometimes the trouble that troubled my mind or the pain that endured my body. My friend, it might have gotten me a little weak in my faith. But I I had to come to realize and know the fact and the truth of it is uh, God was still beside me every step of the way. When is He going to be beside you? He's going to be beside you all the time. In the time of your sickness, He's going to stand by you. Amen. There's going to be times that some of you may be stricken down with that terrible word called cancer. And some of you may be today. uh, But my friend, take notice in this and knowing the truth. uh, That our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, has already conquered all the death. uh, And has conquered all the diseases. uh, And let's just trust in Him. uh, And make this journey together uh, with Jesus. Jesus Christ at our side because He'll help you for whatever you're going through. I still believe in the all. Amen. That all being a symbol of the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us in James chapter 5, He said, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any married? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath committed sins, uh, they shall be forgiven him. I believe in the all. Amen. Sometimes people come up and get anointed and we call the ordained men around uh, and they'll lay hands on that individual and pray for them. Now listen, there is no power in the hands of this preacher today. Uh, listen, this ain't no bad breath, Benny Hen, you're looking at. I'm talking about power from heaven, uh, power from the Lord uh, and the healing process of just being obedient to Him uh, and having faith that God can do that healing. Amen. Uh, anointing that head with oil uh, and believing and praying uh, that God can bring the healing. Uh, I'm here to tell you, I know of of people that's had cancer and God's removed it. Uh, I know of people that have had uh, uh, terrible diseases and God's taken care of it. Uh, me, myself, my friend, uh, uh, has, has had some terrible sickness in my past. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, God's delivered uh, and God's helped me every time. Uh, and He's always stood beside me, no matter what sickness came my way. He's going to stand by me in my time of sickness, but He's going to stand by me in the time of my storms. I believe we've all been through storms. Let me make notice of this today where we'll all fully understand. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So if I fall out with Brother Joe Floyd, I'm not really falling out with Joe Floyd. Because I wrestle not against flesh and blood. But I wrestle against principalities and powers of darkness of the air. In other words, we're fighting against the devil today. He is the one, my friend, uh, that sees everything going good in your marriage uh, and good in your life. uh, And he gets a little jealous of it because he's spending too much time with the Lord. uh, And then all of a sudden he comes along uh, and he wants to try to throw a monkey wrench in everything. Uh, I'm here to tell you, you just buckle down, uh, hold on to the nail scarred hands of Christ, uh, and He will help you uh, through your storm. Just as He did over in Mark chapter 4 and verse 39. The Bible says, He arose, rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I'm glad that He can step out on the bow of my ship in the midst of my storm, whatever the trouble may be, and say, Peace be still. And I believe the storm stills as a piece of glass. You could ice skate across it if it was frozen, my friend. I'm here to tell you that's the kind of God that we serve. So, don't think that your problem's too big for God. You go and tell your problem how big your God is today. Amen. He is the one that can help us, and He's going to stand by you. If you'll notice in that story in Mark chapter 4, Jesus was on the boat in the midst of the storm. Yeah. If you're a Christian today, now that's conditional, if you're a Christian, Jesus is on your boat, Amen. and you need Him on your boat. For sister, when you need to cry out for that grandbaby. (laughs) Or we need to cry out for that child. He's not very far away. And we can call on Him and He can help us in the midst of our storms. He's going to stand by me in the midst of my sickness and in the midst of the storm. But He's going to stand by me in the midst of my separation. What do you mean, preacher? Well, the Bible tells you and I over in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things... Things are become new. Uh, He's going to stand by me in my separation. Uh, I'm trying to separate myself from this world. uh, in every day in which we live. uh, Because the world's getting worse as it goes. Uh, My friend, it's just like living in hell itself. Minus the fire. Uh, I'm here to tell you. We're living in a wicked day. uh, In a wicked nation. uh, A nation that I love. Uh, I love and support it. uh, But I don't love what she has become. Uh, My friend, listen. uh, There's only one thing that's going to fix the nation that we live in and that is that God will change the hearts of the people that live here in this great country of ours and when God changes their heart and people of God get on their knees and pray and ask the Lord to change Washington and to change the Columbia and to change all the politicians my friend I'm telling you then can we get something done for God but not until we take that stand and we need to pray. You know, we can you know we can talk about this legislation. We can talk about that legislation, or they could do this, or they could do that. Nothing's going to happen until the hearts of the people of this nation are changed. Amen. And we need to pray that the hearts of the people are changed, because listen, that's the only way that we're going to make it through. It, it may never change, brother Olin. It may never change. It may. Continue to get worse, and there's a possibility that it will continue to get worse. And as I separate myself from this stuff, I'm telling you, there's going to be people that bow down to that stuff from the pul- pulpit. Yep. That's right. They're going to bow down, Josh, and they're going to say, Well, it's okay. They already have. It's okay. Right. God helped me to ever stand on His word. Because listen, I don't want to go backwards, I want to go forward. Amen. I think we need to continue to stand on what we believe in and we we, we listen we may have to separate ourselves uh, uh, from some people uh, but that's going to be all right. Uh, we've got to live in this world but we don't have to be of this world uh, and soon and very soon I believe Jesus is coming. Amen. The morning is about over. I'm getting excited because if you read your Bible, you know he's coming. You know he's coming. But when you separate yourself from the filthy mouth crowd, when you separate yourself from the adulterous crowd, when you separate yourself from the sodomite crowd, my friend, they all of a sudden they're going to look down on you and think that you're holier than thou. And they're going to look at you and they're going to think that you're just the worst person in the world. But my friend, you may look around and think that no one loves you. You have no more friends. I'm here to tell you, if you believe in the book and the blood and the blessed hope and the birth, I'll be your friend. Amen. And you're looking at a church full that'll be your friend. Amen. Be your friend because of what you believe. There's things that we have to believe because it's written in His Word. I've said this many a times. If you, if you don't believe it all, then you don't believe it at all. That's right. You've got to believe it all. Yeah. We can't go through the Scriptures and pick out what we like and say, you know, this is what we like and, and, and omit things that you don't like. We, we, we get in trouble. We get in trouble. But I'm glad when we go through those times of separation, the Lord Jesus Christ is still going to stand by me. Amen. In the time of my sadness, the Lord Jesus is going to be there. Listen, there's been times I've spent nights upon my face praying unto the God of heaven, trying to get in touch with God to get a prayer, just to get a prayer through, or just to ease my mind about some type of situation. Hey, listen, when the Supreme Court ruled, I was on my knees praying for this nation in that Supreme Court. And I was praying, but then God reminded me of something. Son, stand your ground. I'm going to be right here with you for listen weep if it's going to endure for a moment the Bible says uh, and it's going to endure for a night uh, but your joy is going to come in the morning I don't know what that might necessarily mean to you today but what it means to me is this uh, I may go through some sad times I may go through some bad times uh, but my friend it's just going to be temporary it's not going to last very long uh, for my joy is coming in the morning amen Uh, like the brother said uh, he said there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And I'll be honest with you, there's been times when I didn't see a light, brother, uh, but I'm here to tell you, there is a light at the end of it. If you'll keep marching toward the exit, uh, we're going to get that heavenly ride out of here one day. uh, And when we do, uh, we're going to have ultimate joy, full and free, uh, because of what Jesus done for you and I on Mount Calvary. He's going to stand by me in my sadness. He's going to stand by me in my sacrifice. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 19, Lay not up yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up your treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. One of the problems a lot of people have today and everyone's falling in this trap, materialism. Yeah. Josh, we can have anything we want. Amen. It's systematic, you know, if you got the courage to sign the line, you can get it. Yeah. A lot of people don't have to sign nothing, they just go buy it. Yeah. A lot of people have been blessed like that. Ain't nothing wrong with being blessed. But it's the attitude you have when you got it. I could be sitting here today and I could just give you an example and say, Okay, I got a million dollars right here. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with it? Is it gonna be something that we look put that put put yourself in that situation? Brother Ricky, what if all of a sudden you came into a million dollars. Not by the lottery. You just got a million bucks. What would you do with it? Some people would say, Oh, preacher, I'd pay the church off. Praise the Lord. Some people, I'd, they'd say, Oh, I'm going to tithe on it, preacher. I'm going to give 10% to the work of the Lord. I'm not so sure about that. How, you know, How are people going to tithe on a million dollars when they won't trust God with the little that they have now? What would we do with it? What would you do with it? Would you uh, store it up in the storehouse uh, of God? uh, Or would you take selfish desires and just use it for yourself and not lay any treasures up in heaven? There's been times that I've known the people that have been uh, uh, extremely miserable. I witnessed to a man one time, he was a multi-millionaire in Chesterfield County. He was dying. He called for me to come to, to his house. I came to him and, and we talked. He said, Preacher, I am totally miserable. He said, I've got this huge home. I've got this uh, the brick home. I've got a four-car garage. I've got my own airplane. I've got a car in every bay. I've got jewelry beyond compare. Bank accounts beyond measure. But I have no joy in my heart. I have no joy in my life. I said, sir, you have made the first step. You're realizing that your joy doesn't come from material things. But it comes from the Father lights of above. And it comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, preacher, you walked in smiling. You got an old raggedy car in the yard. He said, He looked at me and said, your suit ain't new. I said, no, sir. He said, why are you smiling? I said, it's because I got Jesus down in here in other words folks you can have all the material things you want Uh, I'll just take Jesus I'll just take Jesus because He is the one uh, that saved my soul Uh, He's the one that's pulled me out of that miry clay, Uh, He's the one that's removed all the guilt Uh, He's the one that saved my soul and my life, Uh, He's the one that's called me to preach the gospel Uh, He's the one that's ultimately going to come back and get me one day Uh, my friend listen, uh, I'm nothing but material things, a uh, uh, laying around won't do a whole lot for you, but my friend, the Lord Jesus Christ can bless you and take you all the way to heaven. Which one would you rather have? Amen. He's going to stand by me in my sacrifice, my sadness, my separation, in my storm, in my sickness. He's even going to stand by me in my sowing. The Bible says, He that goeth forth weeping and bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. What do you mean, preacher? Do we need to be sowing? I'm here to tell you, you need to be sowing. Oh, listen, the harvest is here. We need to be sowing even more. We need to be sowing the gospel seed I guarantee you, if I went around to everyone here in this church house this morning and asked you personally, listen, do do you have a lost family or loved one that's lost? They're going to hell. Uh, They they need saved. They need salvation. They need Christ Jesus. I bet you'd say, preacher, I've got them. I've got them. How much sowing are you doing? How much sowing are you doing? I was talking to a dear brother this morning and he was praying for his loved one and was praying because they had a, an ailment and, and as we was praying, as he was praying with her, he said, you know, it'd be a whole lot better if you just get your heart right with God because you could get a prayer through. Hey, you know what that means? You gotta be right with the Lord to get a prayer through. Doesn't the Bible tell us that iniquity comes in our way? How can we sow a seed of goodness and kindness and sow a seed of salvation if our hearts are not right with God ourselves? Uh, We need to know. Listen, if you'll go, God will be with you uh, right by your side and will be your mouthpiece uh, as you witness to others. Oh, but preacher, I'm not sure of that. I am very sure of that. Think about Moses. Moses was called to uh, deliver the children of Israel out of bondage. And God called upon Moses. Moses said, I can't go, Lord. I can't go at all because I've got a speech impediment. I can't talk plainly. May I say that God's not looking for your ability. He's looking for your availability. He's just looking for someone to go. Someone to go, and when you go, my friend, God will be your mouthpiece, and you can sow that seed. And God will be right beside you. I'm here to. I'll be the first one to tell you. People are not receptive when you go and knock on their door and want to talk to them about Jesus. A lot of them will not walk, uh, not even open up the door. But I'm here to tell you, God will honor the effort. God will honor the effort. He's going to walk by me in my times of sowing, but He's going to walk by me in my salvation. The Scripture says in Matthew twenty-five, twenty-one, His Lord said unto me, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. How's the Lord going to see you on that day? The Lord's going to stand by me when I stand up in that glory world. He's going to be looking at me. He's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Can you say that this morning? Because if you can't, He may just say to you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. For I knew you not. The point of the message is simple and clear as it was put by the, the, you know, the testimonies of several here this morning. And all of them started out with, Preacher, I was going through this, but God was standing right by me. Tim Fleming was right behind his wife in in another car when his wife and babies flipped over on Interstate 20. Can you imagine that? To the hospital they went. God was right there with them. Right there beside them. Touched my heart. This dear ma'am mentioned her grandbaby. Didn't know what to do. But we cried out to God. And God made a difference. You see, I'm nothing today. And if we're honest with ourselves, you're nothing either. But we can be everything with Jesus Christ. I don't know how people live without Him. I don't see how people go through their lives without Him. When those storms come, when that sickness comes, when that sadness comes, and a loved one has been taken by the grave, uh, uh, who do you call upon when you don't have God to call on? Because my friend, I can tell you now, there will be times when you look around and you won't have a friend standing on either side of you. You won't see nobody behind you. Somebody that's told you their entire life, I'll be your friend, I'll be right with you, I'll be by your side, I've got your back, I'm going to help you no matter what comes your way. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you're all by yourself. Except for one. That sticketh closer than a brother. He said, I will never leave you. Nor forsake you. I believe some of us have probably always felt at times that God may have moved. But according to His Word, He hasn't moved. So if He hasn't moved, who did? I want you to stand, if you would, across this place. I know many have been on this altar already, but you may be here. And you've got a specific need in your heart. If you would, every eye closed, every head bowed across this building. We're going to pray as they get us a song of invitation together. I don't know exactly what you may be going through, but I'm here to tell you, He's going to stand with you. If you're a child of the king, the king is going to stand with you. I've got royal blood rolling through my veins. I am a royal descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm a king's kid don't have a whole lot down here, but I've got everything over yonder. I'm here to tell you, He's never going to leave you. He'll stand by you in your sickness, your storm, your separation, your sadness. The sacrifice that you make and, and you make so graciously, God will bless it. Amen. He'll bless in your soul and He'll stand right there when you witness. He'll, he'll be right there with you in your salvation experience if you're lost today. You may be here and and you've been saved. You've just grown cold. Now the will of the Lord, guess what? He's still there and can help you if you just call upon Him today. Father in heaven, God in Jesus' name. Lord, as we come to You with humble hearts, Lord, I know not what people are going through this morning, but I know without a shadow of a doubt, Lord, that you are able. You're able to help in that situation. God, if there one be here that's lost and undone, God pray you'd save them. Maybe some have just grown cold in their hearts. God, may you rekindle those fires deep down in their heart one more time. Maybe some are struggling with decisions. Maybe some are struggling with their health. Maybe some are struggling with their family. God, encourage their heart to speak unto you this morning and get the help that they need on this old-fashioned old altar old of prayer where God's met with us so many times. Lord, I pray that you will be done in this place this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You come if you've got a need to.